Welcome to Intuitive Bites Podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten Ackerman, the Intuitive RD. I'm a non-diet registered dietitian and intuitive eating coach. My mission is to help women recover from diet culture and heal their relationship to food and body. Follow along as I speak with leading professionals in the field and explore concepts of intuitive eating, health at every size, and body liberation. This episode of Intuitive Bites Podcast is brought to you by Mindful Closet. When you're focused on healing your relationship with food and your body, the last thing you need is to be pulled back into negativity because your clothes don't fit. Anti-diet, weight-inclusive personal stylist Daisy Gillespie can help you let go of what you've been told you should wear so you can discover your own authentic personal style. Together, you'll work through your relationship to clothes and work towards accepting that you deserve clothes that fit. Check out episode 136 to hear more from Daisy and find her at Mindful Closet on TikTok and Instagram. You can book a free clarity call with Daisy to talk about working together at mindfulcloset.com. Hey guys, welcome to episode 168 of Intuitive Bites. I'm so excited to talk to you about today's topic of food noise because this is one of the main complaints that I hear from clients that come to work with me. They want to free up that brain space. They want to stop thinking about food constantly, thinking about what they're going to eat next, thinking about what they last ate, all of that. So we're going to talk about what food noise is as well as three tips for getting rid of the food noise. This is one of the biggest outcomes that I see in my food and body peace program from start to finish, right? Their clients are coming into this program thinking about food all the time. And by the end of the program, their thoughts around food have dramatically diminished. And it's mind boggling, right? Because these clients have struggled with this food noise and thoughts around food for as long as they can remember, right? It's all they've ever known. And in the matter of weeks, I know it is like totally hard to believe, but in the matter of weeks, they're totally not thinking about food to any of the same degree as they were previously. And they're freeing up so much mental capacity to focus on not only other areas of this healing journey with food and body, but also things that have nothing to do with food and body, right? Things that really, really matter to you in your life. Um, So Let's start at the beginning here with what is food noise? So what I think about when I think about food noise is those thoughts around, you know, what you're going to eat next, what you last ate, what you should have eaten, how much you ate, how much you should have eaten, right? Like all of those like shoulds and shouldn'ts and thinking about what's going to come next, what you're going to make for dinner, all of that. And it's outside of the practical, right? Like obviously practically we need to think about (laughs) what food we're going to have. But it's really lingering on your mind at times then that like you really should be focused on other things. Um, and it really can feel like incessant and constant. I do also put in this category of food noise, all of the guilt and shame and judgment in comparison to how much whoever else ate, right? It's like so many different things can go under this umbrella and it just leads to constant thoughts around food. Uh, it's really likely that if you've experienced food noise, that even just the term food noise, like you resonate with it instantly, right? It's like, okay, yeah, I know, I know what that is. And it's driving me crazy. Um, the solution is surprisingly simple. Uh, but it's very hard to play out. It's, it's hard to commit to because there's so much distrust that so many folks have in their bodies, right? So let's just get into it. Let me give you my top three tips for getting rid of the food noise. So number one, 
if you've listened to this podcast uh, in my previous episodes, you have for sure heard me say this uh, a million times, but that's because it is that important. Okay. So when I said this tip is simple, this is what I'm talking about. Tip number one is you have to eat enough. Okay. You have to eat enough consistently throughout the day. So pretty soon after waking up, you've got to be eating something, um, not just drinking coffee, right? You actually have to be eating something regardless of whether hunger cues are present or not. Okay. In order to get rid of these, uh, this food noise and these thoughts around food, we've got to have consistent food intake coming in. So your body rebuilds trust in you that you are going to be consistently nourishing it with satisfying food. Okay. And again, the really important piece here is that it doesn't matter if your hunger cue is there or not, because the reality is if you're here listening to this podcast, there's a really good chance that you're very disconnected from your cues for hunger and fullness. And by being disconnected, your body probably isn't giving you reliable cues either. So it's kind of a two-way street. You're not listening and your body's now not giving you those cues. So even if you start trying to listen, you're not going to hear them. Okay. So this first phase of the intuitive eating process is really a healing phase and it's not going to look anything like what your intuitive eating journey will look like a year down the road, three years down the road, five years down the road, um, because we've really got to rebuild trust in your body and rebuild your body's trust in you. Okay, so number one, you've got to be consistently eating enough. So pretty soon after waking, you're eating something and every few to several hours throughout the day, you're eating something as well. There's so much nuance with this because when I'm working with clients in my food and body peace program, I'm giving them one-on-one individualized guidance. I'm really looking for like, are they eating enough at times that they're eating throughout the day, like at their lunch, at their snacks, um, as we're building those in? Because it's very, very common for folks to just be pushing off hunger, like eating a little something just to get that cue to stop like screaming at them. And then there's still really like truly there's still like some hunger there. So it keeps your thoughts on food because you weren't truly satisfied and truly satiated. So this is the kind of like nuanced one-on-one guidance that I give to clients in my food and body peace program. Uh, Okay. So tip number two is I want you to eat whenever you're thinking about food. Again, when I said that this is simple, it is simple in the sense of like, if you're thinking about food, just eat. It's complicated because there's so much distrust that folks have in their bodies after years and years and years, maybe in a a lifetime of distrust in their body, because probably you're sitting there saying, if I just eat every time I think about food, I'm just constantly going to be eating, right? Because I have all this food noise, which is the purpose of this episode. So clearly I'm thinking about it constantly. So I'm just going to like explode from eating so much. But the irony is that the cause, one of the major causes of that food noise is the lack of consistent, adequate nourishment. So by leaning in and allowing consistent, adequate nourishment, you're going to get rid of the food noise. But what's going to happen in the short term is that you're in that healing phase of kind of overcompensating and you're going to eat a lot, right? From all those times that you questioned the food noise, you questioned, well, maybe I'm, it's just quote unquote 
mental hunger and I should just wait until lunchtime, right? I'm looking at the clock waiting till lunchtime or it's too late in the night to eat or whatever it is. We've got to heal from that. And healing from that is going to look like overcompensating. The pendulum is swinging to the other side and it's, it's going to look chaotic. It's going to be, we're going to overeat a bit. We're going to feel a little bit uncomfortable uh, or a lot uncomfortable. And then if we continue forward on that and we trust and we embrace versus judging and guilting and shaming and having all this fear. If we do trust and we lean in and embrace it and allow it, that is where we find stability and peacefulness and calm and all of the things that you're you're looking for and have not found because you have not had that trusting energy. Um, so again, this all is relatively simple. Eat when you think about food, whenever it is. If you're thinking about food constantly, eat constantly. Have you ever actually leaned in and tried to do that? Um, the answer is likely a resounding no, because the times that you have eaten chaotically, you've been guilting, shaming, judging yourself, telling yourself you have to be better tomorrow, you can't do this forever, you're so bad, you're disgusting, whatever. And that is not leaning in and embracing, okay? That is the difference between binge eating behavior that keeps you on the cycle of overeating and chaos around food versus this healing phase of intuitive eating. Um, now I realize again, all of this is so, so scary. If you have so much distrust built up in your body, you have a lifetime of chaos around food. It's really hard to believe that there is a way out, especially that there is a way out that potentially is very simple. And this is why I developed my food and body peace program to support you through the process of finding that peacefulness with food. Uh, I, it supports you on every Every level. I have um, nine modules that you work through during the course of the program, as well as weekly group coaching calls so you can connect with others that are also on this journey. And I have one-on-one -on -one coaching, so I'm going to be individually supporting you on one-on-one -on -one calls, as well as through messaging support. So you have access to me throughout the course of the program via messaging. So I'm in your pocket, <laughs> walking you through difficult moments while you're going through them. All right, so tip number three for getting rid of the food noise is to focus on satisfaction. Lean into what sounds good to eat. What do you really want to eat? Not what should you be eating or what would be healthy to eat, whatever. Obviously, I'm a dietitian. I care about you eating nourishing, delicious, supportive food. And the way to get there is by focusing on satisfaction. Now, once again, we have to go back to this idea of the healing phase of intuitive eating. What is going to sound satisfying and delicious to you and what you're going to be drawn towards during this healing phase of intuitive eating is going to be a lot of the foods that you have had a lot of fear around, that you've restricted mentally and or physically. So again, even if you've allowed yourself to eat all the chocolate and the ice cream in the world, if you've had a lot of mental restriction and guilted and shamed yourself around eating that, those are the foods that you're going to be drawn to chaotically during this phase. So you can't let what you're drawn towards during this healing phase, freak you out and make you think that you're going to only ever crave these foods forever and ever and ever. Prioritize satisfaction, what you want to be eating, and what sounds good, what feels good, the environment that feels good to eat in. Like there are other aspects of satisfaction. Again, this is something that we go into depth, uh, in depth in the Food and Body Peace program. There's a whole module on satisfaction. Um, there's a lot of kind of pieces to this, but at its core and at, it, at its, you know, at the most basic, I really want you choosing food that sounds delicious to you. And again, trusting, leaning in that 
you're going to find peacefulness and balance and good feelings around food if you kind of move through and allow, okay, and let go of control, which you've been kind of trying to cling on to forever. So these are, let's do a little review of these three tips, okay? So number one was eat enough, consistently enough throughout the day. Number two, eat whenever you're thinking about food. And number three, focus on satisfaction. Eat what sounds good to you. I can guarantee, like there is literally no question in my, my mind, that if you follow these three tips, you will see a dramatic decline in your thoughts around food very, very quickly, like shockingly quickly. Um, but if you're hearing me say all of this and your anxiety is through the roof and you're like, this sounds terrifying. I don't think this would work for me. Like this clearly isn't for me. I struggle with binging. I struggle with overeating. Like no way this is going to work. I'm just going to be in chaos mode forever. Like if that's where you're sitting, it sounds like you could use some, you know, someone to take you under their wing and really support you through this journey. Um, give you step-by-step -step guidance that is individualized to you. And my Food and Body Peace program is really designed, again, to support you in exactly that way and give you all the extra cushion of community support and modules to be learning from. I'm currently in my enrollment period through January 9th. So if you want to get into this program, if you want to at least learn more and figure out if it's the right fit for you, do not hesitate. Submit an application now. You can either do so right under this episode. I'm leaving the link there or go over to the link in my bio on Instagram, which is at the intuitive underscore RD. Very quick application and I will reach out to you from there to talk to you more. All right, guys, I hope you have a great rest of your week and I will talk to you all soon.